Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Arthur. Where exactly are we? I hear waves. Yes, we're on a blackened coast. Beyond us, a violet lake of jagged rocks. Arthur, I... Do better than that, John. What exactly are the dreamlands? This is important. Explain to me all you can see. A soft purple glow emanates from the sky above that stretches as far as the eye can see. The dark mountainous range that surrounds the lake before us claws at the sky, as if trying to escape the lands. The sand here is black, like crushed coal, and seems to cling to your pants. We're still wearing our clothes, then. Yes, it seems like everything we had, you had, is still here. We had. Right. Trees surround this lake, though they don't look natural. Dark wood, jagged hook-like limbs hang loosely from the trees, as if they're dragging their knuckles. All is dim here, Arthur. All feels cold and lifeless, as if the sun never fully rises. And yet... And yet I can feel things seething around us. Yes. As if hiding. We should find cover from the rain, if it even is rain. The dark wood to our backs should do. Okay. Arthur. When we have a moment, John. No! No. Not in a moment. Now. Fine. I had no choice. Bullshit. You don't understand. If you want to tell me you're sorry, okay, I forgive you. Honestly, it all shook out with me still here, so I'm willing to move past this. But don't you for a fucking second pretend you had no choice. Fine. I did have a choice. You're damn right you did. And I chose to become whole once again, without understanding what it would mean. Not entirely. Ha! <laughs> Don't make me laugh. But that wasn't the only choice I made. We're at the trees. Fine. We're fine. So you didn't know what would happen? No, I didn't. When I looked into that mirror, I saw myself. For the first time in... I guess I don't know how long. I saw what I was. Or what I had been. What you are. No. Not what I am. What I was. What I could be. Maybe. But not what I am. Don't you get it? That's what was wrong. So you not remembering? You being from the dark world? Bullshit? No. I really didn't remember any of that. But I do remember what happened. Move further in, Arthur. It's starting to rain heavy. I remember some, not all. I remember what the man said about being severed. I remember... Wait, to your right. I think I see something. Yes, there's a building. A building? Stone. The roof even looks like it could be metal. All right, 
Straight ahead. Left, around this tree. So being seven. Yes. I remember exiting into your world. Our world. And people were... Hold on, how far away is it? Just ahead. Maybe we should crouch, wait to see if there's movement. <sighs> Alright, continue. I entered in through a portal that was opened by others. It was a powerful ritual, though not one meant for me. It was opportunity. When I took it, I found that there were men fighting on the other side, and a few women as well. The ritual having just taken place. Anything yet? No. Keep waiting. I was using it as a chance to enter the world. Properly. Whole. But something went wrong. One of the people there. A woman. Grabbed a book. One used to house another being entirely. Shubnik it off. And she tried to trap me inside it. Only part of me was bound to it, however. Half my soul was trapped here, in the dreamlands, half bound in that book. And the dark world? It was where I stayed until you opened the book and cursed yourself. I think we're safe. Nothing has stirred in a while. Straight ahead. Is there a door? No, just a passageway leading in. Everything here is so dark, it's difficult to see, but straight ahead and you'll feel it. Around the wall. This is a small stone shack. The walls are carved gray stone, and the roof looks like some sort of iron, but it's a deep red, unlike any I've ever seen. There's a pile of rotting wood in the corner, a dirty fur bed as well. Fair. The likes of which I've never seen before. There's also a large hole dug in the center. I don't know why. The corners are rather dim. Let's just stay in the doorway. It'll do till the rain passes. I think it should. So you remembered all that? Everything that made you the king in yellow? Yes. And the eons I had lived before. I must have seemed very insignificant against all that. Yes. All at once I saw the truth. How meaningless your existence was. I take it back. I don't forgive you. Listen to me. Yes, your life is meaningless. If you are going to die, no matter whether it's today or tomorrow or ten years from now, then how do you matter? As the king in yellow, I was not hostile towards your kind. I was indifferent. I did not hate or despise you no more than you despise an ant. You are meaningless. But it was in that time in the hospital, that month alone, Trapped in this body without you, when something changed. You found humanity. I found meaning. I found that the challenges of life within the boundaries of death were not only acceptable, but could be meaningful. That without a purpose I could forge my own. Is that humanity? I truly don't know. When I became whole again, I felt the power of my old self along with my indifference. But I had brought something else with me. Meaning. So could you not find meaning in your desire to become whole? To join this world? The king perhaps could have, yes. But I am not him. Not anymore. And I had already found my purpose. For him to divorce it from me was too difficult. He spoke to me. 
the king. He said you were entangled, that to separate us was too difficult, that you lost your way. He's correct. He also said he'd kill me and reclaim you. Let him try. I appreciate that confidence, but I'm not keen to let him. You're right. For now, we have a single purpose. To find a way out of the dreamlands and back into our reality. There is no safety from him here. No, there isn't. So you don't know anything about this domain? The things I remembered were more or less personal. It would have been useful. We don't even know which direction to head, let alone which might be north. Or if north is even a direction in this world. When I briefly visited this place during the month I was in a coma, it was more visceral than I could even comprehend. We need to be diligent. It would be beneficial to have a weapon. Is there anything here we can use? In the corner, to your left. Yes, there. Arthur, there's a small box here. Well, might as well see if there's anything of value. There seems to be a small, ornate necklace here. It looks to be made of beads, only their texture is... dried, organic. Odd. And a knife. Oh, brilliant. Wait. What? Are you sure you want to take from whomever's house this is? I'm sure whoever left it here has departed long ago. Only the blood on the knife is still wet. I suppose I don't want to start off by pilfering the first home we find. It may look abandoned, but we don't know what creatures exist here. Let's just leave it. I think that's probably a smart call. Anyway, let's leave this place. Right. There doesn't seem to be a direction that speaks strongly to a correct way. We don't even have a destination. What are we heading towards? I don't know, but staying here is the wrong option. The king brought us here to kill you, so he must know roughly where we arrived. I think acting on that assumption is the smartest decision, regardless of whether it's true or not. Let's move. No preferences to where? This building. Does it have any natural path leading towards it? Any sign of foot traffic? None that I can see. Then let's just move away from the water. Opposite direction. Deeper into the woods, then. All right. These trees are alien, to say the least. How so? The bark on them is black as night, yet lines of deep purple lay beneath. This world, Arthur, it truly lives up to its name. Even the leaves look off. The ground beneath them is a dark red, as if the dirt here is stained with millennia of blood. I can feel the trees around us. It almost feels like they're whispering to each other, talking about us. I hope they have nice things to say. Our purpose has changed, as you've said. Our goal is no longer to unravel this mystery, but instead it's become one of survival. Yes. Time to put my brigade training to the test. <laughs> training? No, nothing like that. Uh, when I was a boy, I was part of the Boys' Brigade, an organization that promoted the habits of obedience, reverence, discipline, and self-respect. Really, it was just a group of boys running around playing war. Oh. For all its good intentions, it made me feel very... used? How? I suppose some enjoy that type of obedience. Strict rules and a sense of purpose. Tenants that, though meant to exemplify a certain set of values were meant to have, only made me feel frustrated. That's fair. 
In the end, I suppose it gave me a set of skills I still use, so it wasn't all bad. Anyway, all that is to say is that we spent time out, learning some survival skills. Hope some of them come back to me. You know? John? John? Quiet. I think something is following us. What? Get down. I thought I heard something moving behind us. It's become increasingly difficult to see. Whatever light lay in the sky only illuminates a fraction of what I can view. We can just take a moment and wait. I don't know if it's day or night, or if those terms even apply, but that violet light that once filled the sky has turned to red. A bright, crimson, burning fire that is moving across the sky with some speed, but still slow enough to trick my eye into thinking the shadows that move with the light are alive. Maybe they are. If that's true, then we're in real trouble. I think it was the light just playing tricks. We should keep moving. So the sky is red now. It had been green when we were in the building as well. It, it seems like maybe there are many stars shining light on this world. Some seem farther away, like the violet one, making it near impossible to see anything. I can't deny, as terrifying as all that sounds, it also causes my mind to race with questions. Save them for now. I do think something is following us. There's a fallen tree to the right. It's leaning over a grey stone outcropping. Quickly! Turn to your left, let me watch. Nothing. I don't know. These trees are so loud. The trunks are bare until the first branches, maybe ten feet up. It makes the woods easy to navigate, but gives an odd feeling, as if the woods were a place of worship. You mentioned their branches hung low, like knuckles, though. Yes, the branches hang off and stretch out like a willow tree, but think more jagged and thick. They're bare, save large thorns. Whatever is following us isn't moving now. You're sure it's not just the trees? I... I don't know. I don't think so. The shadows are always moving with the red sun. It's impossible to see anything for certain. We'll keep moving. But we may need to fight. Okay. I'll be watching the tree line. Right. Anyway, what were you saying? I, I have no idea. It, it doesn't matter. Let's just get out of these woods, okay? You want to go back? No, just keep moving. Look for a way out, maybe. Alright. Wait. Look back. I see it. Arthur, run! Run! The sun is... Arthur, move to the right. Quickly. There's a large trunk. Hide here. Step back. I... Here. Why? Get ready. A new light is growing in the sky. Bright blue. It's moving quickly, but it's bright enough that the shadows are disappearing. When I tell you, step out. We're going to fight. Okay. Okay. Are you... Arthur, we can't outrun it. We need to fight if we want any chance. Yes. Ready? Yes. Almost. Almost. Okay. Ready? And... Why do you follow me? Oh. Oh. Jesus. Why do you follow? Arthur, it's a creature. A man, maybe. He's five feet, hunched over with a large bag on his back. He wears a cowl hiding the upper half of his face. 
only his lower jaw is exposed as he talks. It moves with odd articulation. I am no man, and I am not odd. We're not following you. Can you hear me? I hear you. You can hear the voice in my head. No voice in your head. Two appear before me. I'm sorry, we didn't mean to harm you. We want no trouble. Leave this place. How? This place is not yours. Which place? You mean the woods? This stream. You belong elsewhere. Wait. He knows that we're not from here. I know many things. Wait. <clears throat> you know many things? About this place? Yes. He's looking up towards the blue starlight, which is fading fast. The light won't last. When will it be light again? Many stars bring light. How many stars that light the sky are there? Many. Stop following me. Wait. We need help. I am not a canner. I do not help. What do you do? What brings me purpose? Yes. I trade. Well, maybe we can trade something with you. What do you have to offer? I don't offer. You offer. And I trade. You want us to offer you something first. Before you offer a trade. Yes. Offer, and I'll trade. He's tapping the large bag on his back, Arthur. I think we need to offer something. We need information. What should we offer? It's your call, Arthur. What do we have? The lighter, which we don't want to lose. Agreed. Those books we found in the caves beneath the island. They could still hold some valuable information. Very true. Uh, we have our wallet. No. The pallid mask? Perhaps. The gun is... We lost the gun back in the hotel when falling down the chute. Right. Oh, this egg-like stone we found. Are you sure? Yes. Here. Here? Here, we'd like to offer you this. They offer this. It is valued. I accept. Valued by how much? A crystallizer of dreams is not an insignificant trade. A crystallizer of dreams? What does it do? They do not know. Help us find... I am not a canner. Okay, you're not a canner, but you have this item now. We traded it. So what did it do? It views places far away in dreams. Like back to where we came from. Father. When used properly, it also lets things travel. Travel? Where? Between worlds. What? Hold, hold on. This would let us travel back home. No. Items only. Still, Arthur, this may have been a bad call. This would have let us bring items from the Dreamlands back to our world. They do not know what they offer. Foolish. Well, how could we know... Arthur, he's pulling the bag from his back. It's got large branches sticking out of it, as if he's carrying bundles of them. He still can't see his eyes under the hood, but his skin looks like the bark of trees. He's unraveling the roll. Oh. There are a number of odd-looking objects. Like what? I see a, a glass jar of some liquid. It's very small, and the liquid is violet, I think. The sun is still changing the colors. There's a lamp, like an oil lamp, and a, a scroll. A map. A map. Yes, we'll take the map. You offer, I trade. Jesus. He's searching, deciding. His hands are made of woods. His fingers look like the branches of trees. As he searches between the items, picking one up and setting it back down, 
I can hear the twigs snapping within. He's grabbed a shard of glass. What? Here. Uh, the trade is complete. Hold on, I... The glass is oddly shaped, almost more like a piece of ice. It's rounded on the corners, and it gives off an odd discoloration. Hues of violet and blue within. I can feel it's... it's soft, almost, but... This is not a fair trade. The trade is fair. How? They do not know. No, we don't. That's why we wanted information, not a fucking piece of glass. Arthur, this creature suddenly looks a lot more menacing in the fading light. Let's tread carefully. Please just tell us what it is. The trade is fair. The glass is of Lang. Use glass as you would and you will know. Okay. He's moving quickly now and looking up at the sky. Do you at least know a way out of the woods? There is no way out of a wood. You will leave when it wants you to. The dark comes. The light is fading quickly. Black lines crawl across the trunks of trees as they stretch out across the forest. We've been in the dark before. Not like this. Do not move. Do not make a sound. They are hungry. Luck isn't with you. He's moving down to the forest floor, his cloak spreading as if he's entering water. Hold on! The wood and sticks which make up his cloak seem to dissolve against the floor. It's as if he's moving into sand. Just wait! What did you mean? He's gone, Arthur. <sighs> it's getting very dark, very fast. What did he mean they are hungry? Arthur! Tell me there's something nearby. It's the woods. We can try a tree or a fallen log. The light is almost gone. A fallen log? To our left. Here. <laughs> it's complete black now, Arthur. I can't see anything. It is utter darkness. Listen. The light is very, very slowly growing, Arthur. I think I see a way out of the woods, but I'm not sure. If we wait, they may find us. Or we can run for the edge of the wood now. Which do you want to do? We're staying, bud. All right. 
Arthur, the sun is rising again. The creatures are departing. God damn it. We didn't run. No. I think that was the right call. The direction now in the morning light, it doesn't seem like an exit at all. The light must have been playing tricks. It's these woods. You heard the trader. Something about them. They're alive. What were those things? The light did bloom slightly in the darkness. I could see only one in silhouette. They were smooth, their skin featureless, almost like that of whales. They carried themselves like a man would, but their bodies were long and slender. Human? Human-like. They had horns, tall, slender, curving horns and leathery bat-like wings. Jesus. When it turned, I can't be sure, but their faces looked devoid of any features. Devils. Devils. They sound like hellspawn, satanic demons from the depths of hell. Oh, religion. Sure. I assume by the amount you tend to say Jesus Christ that you're not religious. Only when I need to be. When is that? When I'm out of options. Same as everyone else. So. So. No sign of the traitor. None. Yeah. Seems like we have a riddle to solve. Seems so. He said something like, the woods will let you leave when they want you to. Ask nicely? I don't think so. When do the woods want you to leave? I don't know. Is there anything around? Any sign of life? Hell, is there any way even to tell where we came from, which direction we were heading? No. We got turned around, to say the least. <sighs> okay, okay. Hmm. Let's just head in a direction for now. Seems like night has passed, or whatever that was. Yes. In fact, the sun now looks even more like that of Earth. It's also just barely past the horizon. The woods, now without the tint of astral light, are full and bright. Lone trees stand feet apart, their black limbs hanging down. They still look just as alien as before, but the ground seems more trustworthy. Right. So you know who Jesus Christ is? I do. You know, I never outright asked, but I don't understand how you know all these things. If you are the King in Yellow, what reason do you have to know half the things you do? Such as? Little things. Taxis, money, streets, names. You, you seem to be as well-versed in the world as I am. I think a lot of that is a result of sharing a mind. You mean... I mean to say that I feel a vague understanding of the world, as you see it. You've always felt this? Always. Not counting the month you were in a coma, we've known each other for a few days. But yes, I suppose there are some muscle memories that I absorbed. Much like the way I control this hand. I guess that makes sense. And I guess you're right. I forget sometimes it's only been a short while. It's been so long since I could see. It feels like it's always been this way. Don't start spiraling now. No, no, I'm, I'm not. In fact, I can't imagine what it would be like for people who cannot see without the aid of a being like you. I'll take that as an awkwardly worded compliment. I just mean to say that it would be lonely. These woods look lonely. Do they? Hmm. It reminds me of an old fable, or an allegory, I suppose. As the woodcutter brought the axe back into the woods, the trees whispered, at least the handle is one of us. The forest contributing to its own demise in a small way. Tree by tree. Stop. 
What? There's something ahead. Along the ground. Just wait for a moment. Crouch down. It's not moving. I think it may be dead. Last time we thought something was nearly dead, a spider attacked us. I don't see anything around us. Or above. Or beneath. Let's just tread softly. Just ahead. Here, here. The ground seems fine. Well? It's a creature of some sort, but I can't quite make out what. It's been partially devoured. Torn in two. This actually may only be half of it. From the flying creatures? Yes. I'm not sure if it's native to this forest or something they picked out of the sky. It may have had wings. Great. Well, does it help any? No. Okay. Well, let's keep heading in the same direction. We'll see where that gets us, and then... If night falls again... If night falls again, we'll hide, and hope whatever those things were stay busy. Wait. What? The corpse. It's moving. Oh, fuck. There seems to be movement along its surface, as if... As if something is growing. Let's leave. It's... Arthur, I can see something growing out of the dead flesh of the creature from its innards. It's not from the forest floor. Maybe, but it's definitely emerging within the creature, pushing through its open stomach. Arthur, it's a sapling. It's growing rapidly. It's already a few centimeters tall. The tree is growing from the dead creature. What's more is the forest floor seems to be enveloping the creature. Step back. Arthur, this forest, it's alive. It's eating that dead thing. Yes. Let's keep moving. Okay. Do you think all these trees are a result of the same type of thing? You mean to ask if all these trees grew from corpses? Maybe. Uh, I don't know. This is a plane of reality we literally have no experience with. Every flower could be deadly, every lion could be a friend. In which case I'd say yes, that could be the case. We need to get out of here. I suppose it's fruitless to ask if you see anything. At least the axe is one of us. Is that a no, then? Sorry, yes. No, there's nothing. The axe handle is one of them. Yes, it's just an old saying about being the cause of your own demise, I suppose. But the woods are lonely. They welcome their old friend back into the woods despite his intentions. Yes. So? I mentioned earlier these woods look lonely. You want to give them something? Perhaps we can help them grow their numbers. Maybe that's what the woods need. Well, I'm not planning on dying here if that's what you're suggesting. No, but that was half of a creature that spawned a tree. Hold on. What are you saying? Do you think we should leave a, a what? A piece of us here? In the woods. You're fucked. Arthur, consider what happens if... No, I'm not considering it, because it's fucking insane, John. They don't want to suffer alone. It was a fucking allegory, John, not an advocacy for self-mutilation. You said yourself we don't understand the rules of this world, let alone these woods. Okay, let's just say for a moment I'm considering this. What do you suggest? I rip off my own ear? No, Arthur. I'm trying to... What are you doing, then? Because it seems like you're trying to get us to seriously maim ourselves. You're right. I'll drop it. I'm sorry. I'm blaming you for a crazy fucking idea, but I know you're not wrong in considering it. This isn't our world. The rules here are well beyond what we can comprehend. 
you think that the woods are looking to be, what, less lonely? I don't know. But if a wood exists because of its numbers and grows with each fallen creature, perhaps leaving a tree is the only way. A trade, almost. Maybe. You realize if you're wrong, I maim myself for nothing. We. And yes. So what would we even... Uh, we don't have a knife. No. I mean, I, I suppose with enough force I could, I could bite off the tip of our pinky. On our left hand. I suppose. Jesus fucking Christ. Are we seriously considering this? I suppose we are. There, there, there's no going back. We're not going to get this back if it doesn't work. I know. Maybe it's not worth it. This is entirely your decision. Just, just give me a second. Entirely my decision, eh? Look, Arthur, let's just keep walking. There's no reason to decide right this instant, in any case. Except we don't truly know what time it is or what the likelihood of those creatures returning is. We hid from them before. We got lucky before. So what are you saying? I'm saying that... Maybe... Maybe you're right. And that leaving a piece of us here is the only way to leave. No wading or walking will change that. There's no more evidence that we could collect. We've seen a dead thing feed the woods, and from it a new tree grew. Okay. The question is whether or not that's what the wood wants. But regardless, that doesn't mean this is going to be easy. We don't have... We don't have any way to stop the bleeding. I mean, it will eventually clot, but... Jesus. What? No, nothing. Just... Are you really going to do this? Yes. That realization is just... Uh, it's a lot. But I've already lost a lot. I don't know if I've come to terms with the realization that I may never get my sight back, or if this is just because I can't feel this hand, but... Wait, do you feel it? Yes. So when I bite through... I'll be feeling everything. Oh, Jala. It's okay, Arthur. If anything, I'm glad that we both share the difficult part. Okay. Well, if you're on board with this... I have to be. Right. Well, after, you know, I can wrap it fairly well in some cloth from our shirt, but it'll take a while to stop the bleeding. We don't have a needle or thread, so our options are limited. Insofar as... Insofar as that we have one that I can think of. Cauterizing the wound. Hmm. If we heat a piece of metal with the lighter until it is hot enough, then it should, in theory, close the wound when I press it to it. It'll help the bleeding, but... I know the but. Yeah. Well, this one is your choice, I think. For time untold, I've caused suffering to others. I'd call this penance. Who's the religious one now? Do you have any metal, though? Uh, oh, belt buckle. Okay. So you do remember hurting people, then? Arthur. I'm just curious. Call it embracing my human side, but I've learned that I can choose what I want to remember. No different than you. You think I can choose what to remember? Maybe a better way to say it is that you can choose what to forget. No, you can never forget. Not through sheer will. Thoreau. Yes. Your daughter. My daughter. Is she still alive? John. 
Well, I can choose what not to talk about then. Fair enough. But... But what? I am here, if you ever want to talk. Maybe. One day. For now, this is what's happening. How bad will it Very bad. Okay. But, this too shall pass. What? <laughs> Fucking hell! After the tough part. Damn it! You okay? How does it look? Bad. But I think the cauterizing stopped the bleeding, so... Good. You did good, John. Well done. Thank you. The tip. Anything? On the ground. Crouch down. I'm watching. Come on, you fucking... Yes. Yes? Arthur, the ground is moving around it. Yes! The woods are eating it hungrily. Uh, Already I see small, vein-like roots wrapping themselves around the piece of you. Oh, I feel lightheaded. I see the skin begin to break, and from within, a bud begins to bloom. I need to sit. Are you okay? Yes, just woozy. Arthur, the trees around us are singing. I can hear them. They sound... happy. John! Fuck! What's happening? Arthur! What? Our hand! It's on the forest floor! The wound! They're eating it! What? Oh. God damn it. There's a piece of wood sticking out of the wound. Jesus! Can we pull it? No! Okay, okay. okay. It's okay. embedded in... Jesus. Like the head of an arrow. I can feel it. Oh. The woods. The piece in our hand it set itself inside our flesh. Small roots have grown into our left hand, spreading out from the wound like dark lightning across our skin. The stick-like end of it is protruding from the recently cauterized wound as if... as if the finger was still there. Only... Only wooden. Yes. I don't know if this is their true desire, or... Or a way to say thank you. The woods are parting, Arthur. I truly see an exit. Let's go, now. The tree is growing strong and tall. I'll be happy to never see it again. I'm not sure if we had to leave something the way we did. I wonder if it more desired for us to take something, like this. The piece of wood in our hand? Yes. Is it alive? No. Maybe. It looks as though our hand is diseased in a way. The dark oak-colored roots are just below the surface, but I feel like this is what the wood wanted. Well, we gave them more. Maybe it'll earn us some favor. Perhaps. We're almost out of the woods. The sun is right above us, despite it having been only in the sky for a few minutes. I can see beyond the trees. It's bright. Very bright. Well? We're on sand. It's a desert. A desert? Red sand flats, as far as I can see. Nothing else? No. 
Not from what I can see. It's barren. The ground has soft sand on top of broken, cracked earth, as if a lake once existed here. It's impressively hot. Yeah, I can feel it. Maybe the woods... The woods are receding. How? Arthur, I can see it now. See what? The woods are small. Just far enough for us not to be able to see beyond its farthest tree while within. It's all moving. The trees with their black tendril-like roots crawl up from the outside and scurry along the outskirts of the wood to move the forest. What? We were at its center, moving along the ground as the forest moved around us and underneath us, giving us the impression it was dense and vast when in truth we'd been traveling within its center. So the lake? Far behind us. The woods must be heading back there. Leaving us here? Yes. Well, out of the frying pan and into the fire, I suppose. You said something back there. This too shall pass. Yes. Why did you say that? I don't know. It's just a comforting thought. It's written on our lighter. Oh, that's right. That's the one I had with me from the office, way back when. Crazy to think it's made it all this way. It's not even really mine. No? No, found it in an old desk drawer when we moved in. Interesting. All right. Which direction? I suppose in the direction opposite the wood. All right. Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.